the Nintendo Shack. Greetings, Kooblings, and welcome to the PSVG flagship Nintendo podcast. That's right, the Nintendo Shack is back, ladies and gentlemen. I've given Jason Lacey the night off, but I've brought a couple heroes with me to talk about the news in the Nintendo world and uh, some other things. So first off, let's introduce Justin to the show. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Do you like that? Just uh. Yeah, just throw me into it. I've never been on the shack, so well, probably be my first and last appearance. I doubt that. From what I understand, <laughs> you've been primarily playing Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Night. There you yes, go. That, that's very true. So we'll talk about that. We'll get into that in a minute. Also joining me, my uh, brethren from the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yes. <laughs> Seth, what's up, man? Not much. Just... Um, enjoying the uh, I was enjoying the bye week last week actually there wasn't a loss so you know, at least this week uh, we're it? against the uh, we're against the Lions this week so I was listening to oh, the, I was listening, I wear my hat <laughs> go get your hat I was listening to the radio in Cleveland and <laughs> they said that we did lose the bye week <laughs> we're the only team that lost the bye week after all the trade <laughs> news and everything that's <laughs> they totally lost the bye week. <laughs> Oh no, it's not a Browns cast. It's a Nintendo Shack cast. So let's let's not go down that road. Um we have some some news to cover and I I want to jump into that first. Let's get that stuff out of the way. Um first and foremost, we had a Nintendo Direct this week detailing all of the uh, Xenoblade 2 love. Did you gentlemen happen to watch the 17-minute direct? I did. Yep, I watched it and it's in entirety fantastic all right so uh what i don't want to do is i don't want to regurgitate what happened because lord knows a billion other youtubers have already done that they've already done that they've done that and then some um i really just want to know what did you think about it did you like it did you come away impressed so i i find these directs uh specifically for this game to be like really uh thick with with information um and it's more than i'm used to uh, so, uh, I, I, but, uh, besides the presentation itself, yes, the game looks great to me. I'm excited. It looks super deep, um, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited to have a deep RPG on my switch. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was, uh, I was excited. Good. Good. Seth, what did you think about, uh, the, uh, Xenoblade 2 direct? Direct. So, uh, so with uh, Xenoblade, I uh, I vacillate between being interested in it and being completely overwhelmed by it. Um, the the entire game looks pretty overwhelming. Um, and and I watched uh, I watched the direct again today, and uh, there are just a ton. Uh, and I also watched some gameplay. Um, gameplay just came out today over on IGN and uh, a bunch of places. I, one of the maybe Nintendo life had it, or there were a lot of, a lot of uh, gameplay things and it looks a little bit overwhelming to me. Um, but I really, I like the setting. Um, and it reminds me, uh, the combat reminds me of, uh, uh, star ocean, uh, game that came out last year. Um, that was bad. The star ocean game was really bad. It was just an empty world and it was not a good game. Uh, it was bad. The star ocean game was really, so I'm hoping this game, this game kind of takes the combat because I like the combat of, of Star Ocean, but uh, the world is more populated. Looks like there's more to do. I'm just a little worried about it being kind of overwhelming. Yeah, I, I think that's um, that that's that's hmm. 
Mm, mm, as Jason does. Mm, mm. How to respond <laughs> back to that. Xenoblade definitely deserves that type of trepidation because it is kind of an overwhelming. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a big game and it's very systems heavy and it's very menus heavy. And there's like just a lot of stuff you've got to like learn or get used to and all that. So that's, that's, that's a really good takeaway. First and foremost, I think the game looked really, really good. It looked greatly improved visually, just presentation alone from the first time we saw it. Definitely from the first time we saw it in the first uh, unveiling of the NX when we saw it. Uh, that game looked almost like a 3DS game. Like everything was like the textures were like real dull and everything was kind of fuzzy. Like a lot of it I was kind of, I was like, oh, I don't know about this one. This one looks great. And some of the... Uh, gameplay that I've seen and some of the, the uh, you know, there's Game Explains got it, IGN's got it, GameStop's got it, you know, there's 30, 40, 50 minutes. It looks like uh, folks are allowed to come to the Treehouse this week and play it. So maybe previews are coming soon. All of it, I, I'm consider considering what we saw when I first saw it, I'm really impressed with where it looks now. Um, really impressed, like just almost kind of, you know, really excited about just the, the look and the visuals. From the direct itself, the thing that I pulled away from it, it and this isn't really news, so I won't spend a whole lot of time talking about it, but the DNA for Xenoblade Chronicles X is there, and then some. Um, the you know In the Direct itself, you know they, they detailed how when you're walking around the environment, how there are you know, animals, monsters, and creatures that you can you know, stumble upon, and, and they'll change with the day and night cycle and based on the time of day. And you know, some of them may just be like completely over OP, and you, know, like you may just not stand much of a chance. Um, that's very much a part of Xenoblade Chronicles X. It kind of had like this Xenoblade JRPG types thing, but it was also like kind of some Monster Hunter. Like, so there was like this, you could go do all this, uh, the main quests and the side quests if you wanted to, or you could just like go and grind out on some, on some monsters and like get some loot if you wanted to, which is, I'm excited to see some of that come back. Um, what I didn't see that I'm most interested now in seeing. So what I'll be looking forward to as I continue to watch gameplay is the movement um, doesn't appear to be like it was in Xenoblade X. In X, the movement was really like opened up. You could jump off like the tallest mountain and just fall all the way to the ground, land right on your feet and take off and keep running. And it was really fun, um, especially like when you got your mech later in the game. I really enjoyed that. This looks like a rollback to Xenoblade Chronicles where, like, you'll take some damage and that won't allow you to be able to move like that. So it might be a little bit slower. I don't know. We'll see. I got to I gotta do some more digging. Uh, but from the direct and the little bit, I didn't watch all 50 minutes of the gameplay. I looked at it for about five minutes. I was like, yep, it looks like Xenoblade. I'm in. Um, but from the five minutes I watched it, I, I did pick up on that. I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's going to be as fast and fluid as, as X was. Um, I didn't see that yet. Yeah. Are you, are you going to miss that? Is that what you're like? You, I you might. enjoyed that next. I mean, I, I, I beat Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. I never beat X. I played a lot of X too. I mean, over 80 hours that game. It just got to the point where I was like, all right, I've got to play something else now. <laughs> I'm done with this. Um, yeah. If it's not there, I think I will miss it, but I think I'll get used to it. It really depends like how does the narrative fit in. I will say the narrative in X really was kind of a backstory. Like the main quest, I didn't really. You know, there was a part of time where I played maybe 20 hours without even touching. I was like, nobody cares. I'm having so much fun doing this other stuff. If mm -hmm. the story is really good, I won't care. I'll keep going. You know, yeah. if it's like kind of like that Shulk Monado tale from the first Xenoblade, I'll be totally fine. Um, but the Xenoblade Chronicles X story was, well, oh, it was 
cookie cutter to, at best to say say it even nicely it was like these aliens are coming and we have to prep for war and go do all these you know tasks yeah. and fetch quests <laughs> it was like yeah, no i'm yeah, not yeah. gonna do that i want to go i'm gonna go hunt t-rexes that's what i want to go do so, so for, yeah. for someone who hasn't played either of the other games um does this game have anything to do with the other ones oh that's uh, a good question from everything i've seen um and and from like the research that I did before the direct and just kind of reading on it since it was unveiled, no, like Elysium is not a part of the first game. Like, uh, they're none of the characters are tying over. Like the 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 new sword kind of looks like the Monado. I, I think maybe they'll refer to it somehow, but this looks like a clean break. I don't think you're gonna be missing anything or not have any uh, heritage or story to it. Like none of the environments. Uh, you know took me back it's been a long time i haven't played Xenoblade chronicle maybe a decade so but from everything that i've seen having played it there's nothing that i'm like i can't wait to pick up where i left off or you know have that story in close this looks completely new yeah it if that i mean I've not, i haven't played the other two games but everything i've read is that this is kind of a clean clean break at least from the main storylines of the other games i imagine there's some sort of easter egg or something here or there or Probably. maybe this isn't the way back in the past or way back in the future or something like that. But um, yeah, it seems like it's a clean break. But yeah, I, I don't. I um, as far as like that movement stuff, I I always thought the movement. Just looking at Chronicles X, I thought it looked weird for a it, RPG. Kind of, yeah, um, it did. Like it almost reminded me of like Crackdown, uh, like jumping around and stuff. But uh, which I thought was weird. Uh, but it let me fun, but not what I expect from an RPG. So I, I'm. I, if anything, I'm more glad to see it look a little bit more traditional. That's you no, know, you're absolutely right. And I was kind of attracted to that action-oriented style. I thought it was neat and just kind of different. But you're absolutely right. It does look weird. Like if you look anybody play an RPG and you look at X, you're like, what in the world? Because it's very fast. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the the battle mechanic? Because I mean, in any JRPG, you're going to be doing a lot of that. You're going to spend a lot of hours doing that. Any of that throw you guys off? I. I, I'm not sure I understand ex- exactly what the battle mechanic is. <laughs> I, I watched um, on the IGN footage, which they have like 17 minutes. They kind of walk through some of it, and they talk about. Um, so in the the bottom left hand corner, you have your blades, mm-hmm. and then in the bottom right hand corner, you have some sort of special like abilities that charge up over time. And then in the top right hand corner, there are like special combo things. I have no clue how you play this game. Yeah, um, I, I just don't have any. I don't have any idea how I'm going to interact with with it. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's systems on top of systems on top of systems in this game, which is fun for the people who are going to dig into that, uh, but maybe uh, a little bit scary at first. Because um, yeah, and that's that's how I typically feel. I I still miss the good old days of. Uh, active time battle <laughs> um, engages in a simple menu. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I have a feeling that they're explaining all this stuff, and I have a feeling that you won't have to use all of it to get mm. through the game. But, uh, you know, who know? It, no one will know until they get a decent way into the game, you know, if you're going to have to master some of those systems or not. My time with X would lead me to say maybe the the opposite on that end i think you are going to have to know it all um my time with x i really enjoyed but i'm not going to lie to you there was a lot of it because it was very foreign and it was kind of new to me um 
after my first weekend with X on Wii U, I literally printed off like the manual that was in game and like read through it and highlighted it. And I had a binder next to me. And like I was, I would refer to the binder throughout the game periodically because I was, you know, I was like, I don't know what to do. Or I don't know how to do it. Um, the battle system, from what I saw in the direct in the gameplay, it looks very um, similar to X. Your blades are basically your party members. Like they're they're calling them like weapons. They're basically other party members you have, and you'll be able to swap them out as you get new ones and whatnot. So it's your party. You'll be able to command them to do things, defend, attack, attack weak spots, that type of stuff. You'll do that in real time, as well as you'll be able to assign your own attack. And then you can make your attack more powerful, like if you do like the combo buttons in time. So there's like some action to it. Um, you're not just like pressing a button, sitting there and watching all of the animations go. And you can like move around at the same time while all of that's going on. And then you can combo up with your party members to pull off even better attacks. It's very involved. Um, not, I honestly, I, I want to immediately say like, honestly, like a rhythm game, but like obviously there's no rhythm to it. But like when you get going, you will like have a rhythm to it. Or at least I did mm -hmm. when I played X, like you'd get into a rhythm of how you want to play and you would kind of do that. And you would, it's all like, I don't know, like muscle memory when it comes to timing, you'd start moving around, start issuing orders and start doing all that stuff kind of in flow of the battle. I really enjoyed it. I know it was really, really hard for my son to pick up, and I'm pretty sure it'll be really, really hard for a lot of... I don't think this is a game for everybody, and I don't think they're doing a really good job of making it seem like it is for anybody else. Um, but before we move on from this topic, I did want to ask you guys if there's anything else that you want to say about it, like, dislike, and if you're if you're planning on... Are you planning on getting it? Um, game's coming out soon, two and a half weeks? Yeah, uh, it comes December 1st. First. Um, I will say uh, when... Uh, they had the everything that's been shown before this. I thought it looked cool, but I wasn't really on board with it. This is the first time that that I really thought about being interested in it. Um, and I don't really know what it is. I think just really seeing more of it. Um, and then uh, other thing, other parts of the direct that I thought were neat were was the uh, Zelda um, uh, quest in mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild that they added. Um, which I haven't fired up, fired that up yet, but that I might did get that me earlier today. Okay, that that might get me to get in. Just you know, it's just another reason to fire that up. Um, so I thought that was a, a neat, uh, a neat addition. So I'm I'm contemplating uh, the game right now, but I really don't need any more games uh, for this <laughs> calendar year. So as <laughs> every gamer, and we keep yeah. playing them anyway. What do you think, Justin? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm really interested, and I want to get it. I probably won't get a day one. Um, I like like everyone else. I already have enough games to play <laughs> for a while. So, um, but I think probably early January. Uh, I mean, I'll probably try to pick it. I'll probably pick it up physical because honestly, it's gonna be one of those games where I put in like four hours, and I either love it or I hate it. Uh, so I'm either gonna try to trade it back in and get some of my money back. Or I'm gonna keep it and you know play it nonstop. There you go, um, Seth. You could just wait out Justin and buy it <laughs> off him on the cheap. There you go. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I think it comes down to those, you know, the systems, the battle systems. Mm -hmm. if, if I enjoy those at all, um, and I like my RPGs to have a decent story. So, mm -hmm. or at least a story I get into. Sure. Um, so yeah, we'll see if either of those have it, and I probably won't even really like. I'll look at the reviews, but I, it'll be a game that I want to put my own hands on and 
make that decision for myself. Yeah, definitely. Um, that quest is pretty fun, by the way, to get Rex's armor. Um, you got to go to different places and watch some stars fall and go collect it. It's a little collect-a-thon. I will tell you, just booting the game up again, I was like, oh, I want to replay all of this. All right, like right now, it's just, oh, I haven't booted up Breath of the Wild in months, and it's just seeing it hit the screen again. And I was, I was about 10 feet away from the room, and all the lights were off in my basement. I looked at the TV, and it looked so bright and vibrant. I was like, it's such a great game. Uh, but back to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I'm... I was feeling, Caroline and I in the Discord this week were talking about, I was feeling like the squeeze on Xenoblade. And I think it's probably a good idea to wait on it a bit. Because um, like you said, there's just so much to play. And there's so many games that I want to play in the next two or three weeks. But I'm not going to lie to you. Having watched the Direct, I kind of got like a, a whole new reinvigoration for wanting to go and explore like this great expanse and do that. So I'm kind of putting this one right back up near the top of my list. I will be keeping my pre-order for day one. And when I get it, everything else will go on the shelf. I don't know how long I'll stay invested into it or, you know, like before I start bouncing back around, it's just kind of the way I play games. I kind of hop from game to game to game, but I have a history with the series and I'm really excited to see where it's going. Uh, the, the kind of the story narrative that they did kind of portray in the short little two minutes that they showed in the direct was intriguing. Um, my only concern that I have with the game right now, I think is the UI. I think on a nice TV, it'll be fine. But there's, like, overlays in every corner of that game, like, in all corners and then along the bottom. And I can, I'm trying to think about, like, what that looks like in a portable. I hope they have, like, a portable build. Because when you come down to a 7-inch screen, man, you're going to be looking at, like, a box that's just, like, so much smaller than the screen. Because there's just going to be menus and buttons and stuff all around it. Um, so they, they they did, I don't remember if it was in the director in some of the gameplay, um, but they talk about... Um, hiding mm -hmm. some of those um, and my guess you know maybe you're going to want to at least start on the big screen and get used to what you're doing and, and and know what your controls are and then when you transition to the small screen you won't need those on the screen so you can hide them and and see it see what you're doing and then you just already know where all of your abilities are and whatnot sure and if the visuals take a big hit on going down to the portable that also might mean that i play it more you know, and quite frankly, in the last, this fall, I've played my Switch docked more than undocked lately. Hmm. I've just been busy. I, I've just been, I've been honestly been too busy to play portably. So I kind of play yeah. when I'm at home. I played Fire Emblem 80% just straight um, docked the TV. When And speaking of, speaking of, Fire Emblem was getting an update. That was our next news story. Um, either one of you playing Fire Emblem Warriors? Nope. I am not. It's not my style. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, so I'll run through it and tell you why I'm excited. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors is getting an update. It's coming out uh, this month, and it's next week, actually. And you're getting uh, a new history mo map for Rowan and Liana. Those are the new characters, new costumes for both of them, uh, new armors, new blessings, and the ability uh, for the player to sell multiple weapons at once, which for somebody that's beaten the game like me, that's a godsend. That'll save you a lot of time. I know both Kyle and I were like, these menus are a bit much. So that, that'll be really nice. I'd love a button just to sell all non-equipped items. That'd be fantastic. Uh, this is in addition to the DLC. So like you don't have to buy the DLC to get this update. But the DLC rolls out January, February, and March, I think. And you and for each one of those that come out, you get three new characters, three new maps, um, three new armor sets uh, for every one. So just like Hyrule Warriors, it's getting a lot of content, and I just wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Um, I really, really enjoyed that game. 
I hope you guys get around to it sometime. Maybe if you get it cheap or whatnot. Um, as a Fire Emblem fan, I really, really liked it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's it's one of those games where I would have to get a really good deal on it. Sure. And then I'm sure I would love to jump in. But um, I, I've never played a Fire Emblem game, so I don't, or I don't have that nostalgia. Sure. And I'm not a Warriors fan either, so. Oh, no. Yeah, then definitely don't get it. <laughs> For yeah. your case, definitely don't get it. I, I really enjoy, like, the, I don't know, mindless button mashing is running around and you know the game just looks and performs really really good i was really impressed with it uh, my last news story and then we can just kind of open up discussion is meaver shut down this week like and you know we were we were warned we knew it was coming uh, but i wanted to ask either one of you if you if you used meverse uh, on your wii u's or 3ds's if you have any experience with it if you'll miss it and just what do you guys think about it nope nope just <laughs> nope. blanket no yeah Get that crap out of here! Oh no, I I, miss- no, I, 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 I didn't own a Wii U or a 3DS, so you can't blame me for not using it. Sure, I never had access to it. Um, yeah, but, uh, same here. Yep. Yeah. Well, as the only person on the chat cast this week that did, um, I won't say I miss it because it was you know it was very much a niche thing, but I, I really thought it was something that they tried to do. I give them recommend. I give them a little kudos for giving it a, a try. Obviously, they're way behind the wave of Twitter, and you know it was basically Twitter. If you guys didn't know about it, it was basically Twitter. So, like on your Switch right now, you can save a screenshot and post it to Twitter. On the Wii U and 3DS, you could save a screenshot and post it to Meverse. And I did use it. Um, in certain instances, it was really, really good. You could, hey guys, I'm stuck. I used it in Xenoblade a lot, actually. Xenoblade X. I was like, I don't know what to do here. And you take a picture of what you're doing, you post it up. Um, the difference between it and Twitter, though, is that. Every game had its own like little room and its own walls, kind of like a forum. So you could highlight games that you liked and you could jump in there and just like scroll through stuff. And they had spoiler warnings. So if you didn't want to be spoiled, you could. Uh, but if you had questions, you could go in there. You could have like polls and stuff. It was kind of social without, you know, like live chat and party chat and all that. So, you know, I thought it was kind of a good half step measure to trying to make their little thing feel you know, somewhat measured. It you know, it sucked that the load times are bad and you had to hop out of the game and hop back in. But when they did integrate the game into Meverse, it worked really well. And they did that for Twilight Princess HD. Uh, they did it for Wind Waker HD. You could like throw these bottles with these handwritten messages out into the water, and people could pick them up. And that that was really cool. Um, the Smash stage. Did you guys ever see the Meverse Smash Brothers stage? On Wii U, no. there was a Meverse. Uh, Smash Brothers stage where you guys, you know, your fighters would be on the screen, you know, standard Smash platform, but then these Meverse messages, just random messages, drawings that people <laughs> made, things like, would just cascade behind you in the background. It was always different. It was always something else. And that was cool. It was a neat thing that they did. So uh, it's finally been. <laughs> and, you know, in Splatoon, they uses Meverse all the time with all the drawings and stuff that's in the lobby. Uh, Seth, you've seen those. You walk around the lobby, like all oh, that's Meverse. That all comes from there. Like that's where it all began. So there's a little legacy there that they're going to keep going. But you know, that's one thing. It came and gone. So gentlemen, we got through the news. It's 25 minutes. We have uh, 35 minutes more to go. Before I get into any of like our questions and topics, like I really just wanted to get back into what you guys have been playing on your Nintendo stuffs, your Nintendo Switches, and specifically Justin. It really seems like the Switch has won you over this year. Like, this is the year Justin has moved away from other stuff to the Switch. From all I hear, all you play lately is the Switch. Is that is that is that correct? Yeah. It seems like every week uh, when I think about it, I've only been playing my Switch. Wow. Um, and it's because I play in handheld mode. Sure. I, 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 there's nothing I like more than just chilling on the couch 
and uh, playing on my Switch. Um, I can watch, you know, I can watch Stranger Things with my wife and play Mario at the same time. Like how you can't get enough entertainment in my face at one time. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, that's just it. It's it. It looks great too. It wasn't. I had a Vita, and I did that with my Vita sometimes, but not all the time. And I think it's because the games weren't there. The games that I want to play aren't there. Sure. Um, there's no Mario or Zelda quality games. I was gonna ask. Not speaking of, of the games, what what are you playing that's got you so enamored? Mario, you know. Honestly, well, lately it's been Mario. The yep. Skyward Sword uh, of Mario games, as I called it earlier yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we've heard some other people's opinions, but uh, as far as for me, the Mario Odyssey is I I think it's a perfect game. Wow. Um, I in my opinion, my interpretation of a perfect game, when I'm playing that game, I'm having fun nonstop. And that's just it. Uh, even even when I'm frustrated, I keep playing and I keep searching for those moons. Uh, you know, I was, I've been trying, I haven't really been using guides or anything for the moons. I've been just searching them all f- by myself and I'm enjoying every second of it. So that to me is a perfect game. Um, I've played other, it's not the best visuals. It's not the best. There's there, there's no story. I mean, it's not the best story. The narrative there is no story. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But and I and I love games of story, but this j- game just kept me happy the whole time I'm playing it, and I'm, I'm still playing it. I will be playing it for months probably. Have uh, you? I think it's, uh, are you through the the story? No, uh, I, no, because I've actually, I'm probably I think halfway through, okay. um, wow. and now I'm going back and getting so getting some moons and other. So kingdoms. you should. I mean, you should play it however you want to play it. Uh, for more foremost but um once you beat the story um the whole thing just kind of opens up and then you'll go back and search for those moons anyway at that point yeah mm-hmm. um it, like like honestly and i and i loved the the entire you know base game but then uh once it opens up um at the end of the game you're really just you're going through all the other kingdoms, searching for more moons, even more open up with more challenges and, and, and things going on. Um, and it really is uh, is a time that really added value to the game. Um, so really, I don't don't concentrate as much. I mean, unless I mean, play however yeah. makes you happy. Yeah. Um, but those moons will be there after you beat the final boss. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I think I probably will. Uh try to get back through this through the story but um and, and i have noticed like after you actually beat a kingdom if you go back to it later on or later seems like a few things change here and there that maybe make it easier to find the moon so yeah maybe i'll just get through that story and i from what i've heard i've been really trying to stay away from like spoilery stuff yeah. from what i've heard there's some pretty cool stuff to unlock so, uh, after the game do you know which kingdom you're on um have you gotten yes, to just be, uh, the beach um, kingdom? Okay. The beach kingdom. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty far. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not you're that almost, far away from the end as you think you are. Got maybe okay. two or three more. At, two yeah, or three that's more. what I kind of figured. I felt like so I So you've been through kingdoms. the New Donk City? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, 
which it was my favorite kingdom so far um just because it's so crazy but yeah that probably has my favorite moment of the game i was gonna yeah. jump in and say that too i know caroline said that there was a lot more coming having beaten the story i myself rolled credits on that this past weekend mm-hmm. um that new dunk city mayor's quest that you're referring to yeah. was yeah that's my favorite like that's that's the highlight of the entire game for me i was that was the one wow moment for me i really really enjoyed that one yeah yeah now uh, the I, the other uh the, the first time that I knew that I really enjoyed the game, it starts, I mean, it starts fine that, you know, it's tutorial, but um, when you come on, come up upon the, uh, the sleeping T-Rex mm-hmm. and you've already by that point, tossed your hat on a few things. And you've seen that in the, the E3 footage, but when you're actually controlling the T-Rex and tearing through everything, um, uh, that was a lot of fun. And that, that just was a precursor to the rest of the game for me. Um, but I'd say that the T-Rex moment, um, and then the moment in New Donk City, and then even after you beat the game, uh, the place that you wake up after you beat the game <laughs> was pretty cool too. He's been beating around this for like two weeks and like in the discord no. and now in the chat. The <laughs> no, no, go to. no, I get no, it. No, no. it. It's a big spoiler. You don't want to ruin it for folks. I get it. Yeah. Um, I will um, say just to update our listeners, having rolled credits on it, and listening to everything, my, my, my opinion really hasn't changed. I really like the game. I think it's a great game. I think it's a must-play for a Switch owner. I don't think it's a perfect game. I don't think it's a transcendent game. I don't think it's a special game. Um, and it's so, de- so, Donnie, you, you've said that you like the game and that it's, mm-hmm. you said last time that it was an 85. I come a little higher than that now. Okay. But, yeah. but anyway, so 85, 90, that's a good yeah. to great to, really to good. super awesome game. Mm-hmm. What do you actually like about it? Well, it, uh, it obviously it's it's really fun. Uh, it does a little quirky things. It gets really weird at the end, Justin. I mean, it gets the end. I'm not even sure if I like it or not. I'm like, this is. Oh, just I I did not weird. care for the end. Okay, Caro, um, <laughs> last week when she was saying the end is mind blowing. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I kind of did the same. See, I was like, this is. I don't know about all this. Yeah, that sounds awesome to me. The, when you say it gets weird, that means there's I'm J-pop going to involved. Really like it. Just to let you know, what? there's J-pop involved. Yeah. Oh, I don't, then yes, I'm totally on board. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, 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 there are certain things like some of the, some of the moons to find and some of the levels are are witty and I felt rewarded when I found them. Other mm-hmm. ones are just like throwaways and they're giveaways and they're right in your face. Um, some of the environments I really really enjoyed, like the Cap World, um, the darker world at the end. I don't want to ruin it for Justin. I thought that was really cool. Um, the world before the very end, I thought was really cool. But then there are other ones that are like throwaways. There are other ones that I was just like, well, I don't really, you know, they're just kind of like there. They're on the way. You know, some of them I felt like New Donk City, you know, like that was a cool environment to hop around in. I thought it was going to be bigger. I mean, I'm happy. I'm eat. I can easily realize that it's a good game, right? Like it's a Mario game for one. It does Mario things like that typically means it's a really good game. Um, when you compare it to other games, it stands out. It's better than most games. My whole thing is when you talk about a Mario game, you compare it to other Mario games. Like that's my thing when I, you know, everybody drives the 10 out of 10 perfect game hype. And I go, okay, then it's like the best Mario game of all time. And you people go, Oh no, it's not the best. I'm like, well, you can't have a, not every Mario game can't be amazing. <laughs> so like which ones are better than the other ones? And that's kind of where I start to, start to splinter and peel away like i mean i i obviously it's a it's a hindsight take to say this but i felt at the time i felt like 64 was bigger 
Like, right, when I played 64, I was like, this game is huge. I don't feel like Odyssey's huge. You well, know, like, but but at, at the time of playing 64, how old were you? Uh, 12. 12. And you had never played Fallout 3. Sure. No, you're you right. You had never played Grand Theft Auto yeah. 5, Red Dead Redemption. Right, but when you launch this game right alongside Zelda Breath of the Wild... <laughs> Yeah, you know, but they're they're different, different games. Anyway, same I company, just, exact same right. company. <laughs> I just wanted um, because you've talked about, and I and I agree um, with you that it's not that it's not a perfect game. I thought the boss fights were too easy. That I was think you and I are pretty, pretty close. I kind of feel like the whole game's kind of too easy. Uh, yeah, although the end game, there are a lot more um, challenging moments in the end game. Um, I guess, especially if you poke around and find um you can you can fight the bosses again sure uh and those are more challenging um like if those had been the first boss fights i wouldn't have had my initial complaint you know honestly honestly just comparing it to other mario i just think other mario games are better like this one visually didn't blow me away in a lot of ways it looks a lot like 3d world some cases it doesn't even look as good as 3d world did um (laughs) but you know, and then like 3D land had the whole 3D visual stuff, and then you know, like sunshine. And, like I don't, we don't, we don't need to re-go through the whole thing. But right. when I oh, compare yeah. it to other Mario games, like I really like the game; it's really good. It's just not as good as the Mario standard. You know, right. kind of feel like Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's a really good Uncharted game, not up to the Naughty Dog standard of releases. You know, and that's, uh, <laughs> this is better than Uncharted Lost Legacy. I um, would agree with you, which is why I would give it a higher score. So, so that's what that's all. I, I just wanted you. You've talked. And I understand sometimes you play the contrarian, um, but yeah, you when talked... everybody, nobody else is saying anything but amazing, I got to right. say something. Right. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to see what what you actually liked about it because you're saying, sure. oh, it's a ninety or eighty five, but these are all the things I hate about it. Sure. I just wanted you to. I really don't like the up. camera. Uh, the more I played it, the more I, I was like, this is. It could be better. It could be a lot yeah. better. Their camera is not very. I've had problems with the camera. It's not intuitive at all. And they're like, you can't appear to lock on anything. There's certain times it's fixed and there's other times it's not. And like 64, they let you know that, right? They let you know if the camera's fixed and this one, they don't. You just like kind of assume you're just like, Oh, I can't move the camera all of a sudden. Um, And I don't, I don't like that. It's just not something that it's, it's one of those things that sticks with me when I, when I, when I go to move the camera and I can't, I want to know why, why can't I, what are you trying to hide from me? (laughs) Like, why could I over here? But now I can't, I don't know. Uh, we do have a question. We'll move on from the Odyssey talk, but we have a question re- regarding Odyssey. Eric B- Baker writes in and he goes, how many moons have you actually found without a guide? I'll answer first um, because I rolled credits so recently. I beat the game with 198 moons, like rolled credits. That's where I was when I rolled credits. I now have like 235. And I, I mentioned this in our chat. I don't think I'm going to keep playing. Like I'm ready to move on. Um Really like the game. Maybe I'll play it later. Like maybe, you know, I'll have a sick day or something. I'll boot it up and go try to find some more. But like, I'm good. I don't need to go and replay the same levels over and over again to keep grinding. I don't, I'm definitely never going to get 800 of them. That's for sure. Right. Uh, I didn't use a guide. I want a guide actually on Twitter. <laughs> I want a Prima guide. And I was like, that's cool. Um, didn't even look at it. I was like, no, I, I honestly didn't really find a whole hard time finding moons to keep going. I thought it was not straightforward. Yeah. But you, yeah, you can there. find... You find enough to keep yourself moving through the yes. story very now, easily. Now they're to grind moons, like they'll put right. it that way. Yeah, there is um, in the in the end game when you revisit all of the worlds. There's something 
in them mm -hmm. like i don't even so you don't even need a guide really mm -hmm. because you you get it in game you get to you find out where the moons are yeah. now you don't necessarily know when you get there how to get a moon you just know that yeah. there, there is one there um and i've and right now where, where i am with it i'm i'm going through each of the worlds i think i'm only on uh um the desert world in my replay I'm just kind of going around and finding the moons that I feel like finding. When I feel like moving on, I move on. Um, I think I'm now at like two, I'm probably around 230, 240. I ended the game at 180. Okay. Um, and and I want to get, um, you know, I think there are certain benchmarks where you unlock more stuff. And I want to get at least to this first one, and then I'll see what happens okay. after after that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying a lot. Um, it is presently one of my uh favorite games of the year so um yeah. as we get into year-end talk here in another month or so i'm, I'm yeah. constantly debating that too i think it's it's right there i would say that it's right there i mean it uh -huh. it's in a hard battle for five i think right now it's probably my five i don't want to boot fire emblem because i think fire emblem is so good but uh, uh, the critic in me is like, come on, Odyssey is way better than Fire Emblem. Like, <laughs> I know that, so it's probably right there, five for me. Uh, Justin, how many moons do you have? Uh, I think I have like a hundred and fifteen right now. Um, but I haven't beaten the camp. You know, I haven't beaten the main story yet. So, um, yeah, we'll see where I end up with, uh, after a couple more kingdoms. So, I imagine around kind of where you guys are at. We're at one one twenty, one forty, something like that. So, um. Yeah, I think I'll probably be I'll be playing that this weekend, uh, along with Call of Duty. So, but um, mm, like Call yeah. of Duty's tempting, buddy. Uh, we'll get into <laughs> that in a minute. Let's put that off yeah. for a minute. Um, and one more question comes in from uh, Paul Calico, which is a great follow of ours. I love Paul. He always writes in with some of the best questions. So he's got one question. We'll get out of the way. He says, uh, "What two or three items from past Zelda games would be awesome to have in Breath of the Wild, and why?" And he writes. He really wishes he had the iron boots so he could do more underwater exploring in Breath of the Wild if there was stuff down there. Um, I think that's the perfect one, actually. That that would be my guess. It was actually one of the things I wish we had when I was playing the game. Um, there's so much ocean and lakes and you know Skull Lake and all that that I would love to like walk on the bottom of. Like I wish there was a Zora tunic or something I could go and just walk around the bottom of the oceans. But there's nothing, you know. Unless it's like metallic for you to lift out of there with your magnet, there's nothing down there. So there's nothing. There's nothing being down there. It's not a big deal. But if they were to let's say DLC comes out, now you can walk on the bottom of the water because there we put stuff down there. That would be really cool. I would get way into that. So I think that's a really good one. I'm not sure how much you guys have history with the Zelda franchise. I I don't. Um, I beat my first Zelda game this year, Link to the Past, mm -hmm. and then Breath of the Wild. I have played Ocarina. I've played the original one, you know, okay. back when I was five years old. Um, and I've played two, the side-scrolling one. Um, is that right? Yep. I, I've played them, but I, I don't know enough about them to okay. know any items. Justin, so. do you got one? 
Uh, unfortunately, I'm in the same boat. I, okay. Uh, Breath of the Wild was my very first Zelda game. So. Well, then I got one more for you, Paul. I'll reach out there, and that would be the Bomb Chew. The Bomb Chew from Ocarina of Time would be really cool to have in Breath of the Wild. The Bomb Chew was a bomb, right? So, uh, just and not like not like uh, an energy bomb, like in Breath of the Wild, like an actual bomb that blew up with fire. Um, but it was like shaped like a cat or like a mouse, and you would put it on the ground and it would run away from you. So it was a range weapon, and you could time it like your distance and the time that you put it down. And and then it would explode. And I think if they were, if they were to get like kind of wacky with Breath of the Wild at some point in time, like kind of like they did with uh, Hyrule Warriors, and they were like, and here's this thing from this old game that we patched into the game, that would be a really cool one. It would be a lot of fun to go around and just throw bomb shoes around, because um, you could have them where they just run around like all kinds of like little open areas and stuff. That would that'd be cool. Um, so we check it at 40 minutes. That's pretty good for the stuff that I had on the uh, docket. The one last thing that I wanted to get into was kind of kind of like your future plans or like particularly like black friday um you know like you know you mentioned call of duty and there's a lot of games coming up um there any like switch or 3ds games that are on your radar on your horizon Uh, i mean today for example today was such a huge day on the nintendo eShop. i've been writing these articles for psvg for two years and i gotta say i don't think i can remember uh, a day where this many profile releases happened at the same time now that's a little misleading because most of these come out next tuesday the 14th actually but like doom and la noir and rocket league and snipper clips and batman telltale and lego marvel uh uno and it'll do all of those coming out in switch in the next seven days also hulu like the switch gets its first streaming app oh. in this complete yeah stealth drop I, like, I, thrown I, at the bottom oh. of the announcement and who would have figured it would have been Hulu and not Netflix. Um, yeah. One of our uh, predictions in the Shack, the first Shack episode, I, I told Jason, I was like, I, I'm telling you, Netflix will be on Switch by Christmas and feeling pretty good about that now considering Hulu just hit before Thanksgiving. So is yeah, there anything I you guys are hunting? Um, I guess for, I'll, I'll start. Uh, no. Um, not, no. There's some digital releases that I'm want to play. Golf Story is definitely one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the biggest patch. one on the list. It just got a patch, so all of those issues, a lot of those issues that a lot of people so bugs. had, should be fixed. Yep. So now would be a really good time to jump in if you haven't already. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely a big one. Um, and then uh, I guess some of the AAA stuff that's coming. Uh, I wasn't excited when it was announced, like the Beth- Bethesda stuff. Um, but like I did play uh, Doom on PS4 and I liked it, but I didn't play it for very long. Hmm. I feel like if I bought it on my Switch, I would play through the entire thing. Because it'd be portable, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I might get that. If I can if I can snag a good deal, um, I would definitely love to jump into this, something like that. Um, and uh, I mean, those are uh, that's probably the biggest thing is – there's a few other smaller indies that I want to get into. Oxenfree, I've never played that. Um, it's a good one. And it's a good one. Like, it's like these old indie games that I, they've come on Xbox and PlayStation, but I just never got around to playing them. And I know, because I play my Switch way more than any other console, I know that I would actually complete those games if I bought them on my Switch. So uh, I think stuff like that. Fantastic. Before, I'm going to interrupt you, Seth, because I completely forgot to mention this. We had another question, which is kind of why I put this topic in here, and I forgot to actually say the question. Uh, Good friend of mine and good friend of most MTTGers or PSVGers, uh, Brian Walden, just bought a Switch. 
And one of the first things he did was message me, what games do I need to get? So that's kind of where this started. I was like, well, this would be a really good time to talk about just what we're playing and what's on our radar. So uh, go ahead and tell me about your Black Friday plans, and then we'll talk about just some of the recommendations that we would have for that new holiday Switch owner, because there's definitely going to be some of those. Um, so, uh, so honestly, I'm, I don't really have any Black Friday plans unless oh, something oh. really just, just jumps out. I, I was looking over at some of the ads on Switch. The, the one game that I, that I was interested in that I didn't have yet, um, is Lego Worlds. It's mm. on sale for Black Friday at Target for $15. It's a good which game. Is a great price. Yeah. But, um, it is on sale digitally, uh, this week on the PSN for, $11, I think. Um, and I had a $10 gift card. Uh, nice. I had $10 in PSN cash. So I, so I got it on, on PlayStation. So, so that's the one that I, that I was really interested in. Um, also, uh, I thought this was kind of funny, uh, at Best Buy for Black Friday, uh, Sonic Forces is down to uh, $25. That, that game out. just, that game just came out, um, <laughs> and got like last uh, week, right? Yeah. And got uh, pretty, pretty bad reviews, which is kind of sad. Um, I that's one that when it gets down to like ten bucks or five bucks or you'll jump whatever, in just to check I'll, check I'll, it out. I'll, I'll check it out. But sure. um, but yeah, n- nothing really. I'm I'm really uh, satisfied with the games I'm playing now between the Switch and the PS4. Okay. Um, and really just want to dig in. I, I've got some meaty games that I really want to dig into. Um, you know, I'm I'm finding moons in, in Mario. I need to get back to my moon or to my farm in Stardew Valley. Mm. Uh, it's been abandoned yeah. for, a, for a couple weeks now. Um, Same here. And I was able to get uh, Cave Story a couple weeks ago. Do I uh, love Cave Story? On and heavy, it's really good on Switch. On a heavy discount, and I haven't touched it yet. So, <sighs> um, so you know, I so those are three pretty you know meaty games still sure. just on Switch. Um, and on the PS4 side, I'm, I'm still doing Destiny and uh, have really gotten into F1 2017. Um, really have gotten into that. I, I like that a lot. Um, but that's a topic for another time. So. <laughs> so the game that I really wanted to jump into and talk about was WWE. But we still don't know <laughs> when it's coming. And we still haven't seen it yet. And I canceled my pre-order. Like I was like, guys, I can't. The game came out two weeks ago. It's on Black Friday sales on Xbox and PlayStation for half off. It's twenty nine ninety nine, And the yep. Switch version is just up in the air. I'm not sure if you guys have been following this. This was one that I was excited about. I was like, man, this is awesome. I don't totally just, you know, DDP diamond cutter folks on Switch. This is great. I want to support the game on Switch. But, like, forever it was coming out day and date. And then the other ones came out and they're like, Switch is delayed. And then they said, we'll let you know, like, August, or like October 23rd. And they basically just let you know that it was coming later. And then they haven't said a word on it since. Like, and, and I, I follow like their Twitter accounts and like their people ask them every day, like on every time, anything that they post, whether it's switch related or not, like the first 10 comments are, when is this game come to switch? And they don't even answer. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. They haven't even, so, shown, so haven't even our, seen what uh, it looks like on switch. They didn't show a screenshot yet. Yeah. Are switch people, the new, the new Vita commenters. Cause Kinda on PlayStation like blog, everybody, every game, Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming. Is it coming to Vita? When's it coming to Vita? That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of where they are. And so I, I canceled it and turned it into credit for other games. Black Friday specifically, I'm really hoping to snag um, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Xenoverse 2, 
that's going to be under the Christmas present for the kids. I think it's a, it, from everything I've seen, it looks great, runs great. So I'm, I'm excited about it. It's pretty cool. Also, Black Friday, it's under 20 bucks. I've seen it like $16, $19.99. So that's going to be a sweet get. I really want Pokin. And I haven't seen that listed for Black Friday anywhere. And I don't really think we will get it. I think it'll be somewhere like GameStop might sell it for like 40 But that's a Pokemon title. And I know it's not yeah. everybody's favorite, but they ain't cutting Pokemon. Like, that's a high-priced IP. But I, I'd, like to snag one right now. Yeah, I'd like to snag one of those for the for my son. Um, and I'd like to get Mario Party. You know, Mario Party 100, that's the other game that came out today or this week. Um, it's on the eShop. And it's on 3DS, and I feel like it's kind of left out there. Nobody yeah, nobody wants to play it anymore. I do, and uh, I plan on getting it for my daughter for Christmas. So. Oh, 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 I want to play it, Donnie. I <laughs> really want to do. play it on Switch. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I, I would like to physically be able to play it without buying a new system. Sure, sure. I am, um, I, I'll be hunting that one. I was going to get it, and then I was like, no, nah, it's a really good Christmas present. My daughter's a huge I mean, Mario Party fan. She loves that stuff. So um, I'll be hunting for those in the Mario realm um, this Black Friday and trying to find some sweet deals. So if anybody, if any listeners out there find something, make sure you message me at Play Nintendo on Twitter. Um, but back to the the topic, really, that I was kind of driving this. Uh, Brian Walton just bought a Switch, and so did my best friend John, by the way. And uh, they both messaged me and they said, hey, what, what are some games I should get on Switch? And specifically, like, maybe some oversights. They know they need to get Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Okay. It's not hard for them to figure that out. They also know they should probably get Splatoon and Mario Kart. Um, the ones that came immediately into mind for me were some of the ones you guys have already mentioned, but I'll try not to take all of them from you guys. But I will go ahead and prop up Golf Story. Um, played, reviewed it, played it alongside Jason uh, before the patch was out, and we both beat it and both really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better exclusives that the system has to offer because it does something so different than, like, there's just no there's no Golf Story on another thing. <laughs> like golf story is very very weird and, and quirky and odd and, and and it's beautiful and like the music and the story it's very witty and it's just a really cool budget experience on switch that you can only play on switch so if you're a new switch owner i, I honestly can't recommend it enough at 15 bucks um graceful explosion machine still one of my favorite switch games uh it's really fun every time i pass that tile on my switch it always kind of makes me want to boot it up just to kind of go a bit more. I'm never going to be Jason Lacey at that game. He's he's so much better than the Graceful Explosion Machine, but the urge to try is still there because the game was really, really fun. And then um, I had another one I completely forgot, so I'll, I'll turn it over to Seth, and then I'll, hopefully I'll come back to it. All right. Um, I want to talk about a game that, uh, that my kids were playing just tonight. Um I don't know if either of them have either children or significant others they can play games with, um, but uh, Snipper Clips. Mm. Um, we uh, we've gone. Uh, you know, I haven't beaten all the puzzles in that or whatever, but it's a it's a mainly a two player game. Um, it goes up to four players, but the main game is two players, and you're you're these shapes, and you have to cut each other into different shapes <laughs> so that. Uh, so that you can uh, complete these puzzles, whether it's shooting a basketball into a hoop or um, being a triangle so that you fit into a certain area. Um, and uh, and my girls were playing, and then I, I sit there and, and help them because they're eight and four. Um, so I'll, I'll help uh, get them over the, the hump of, of puzzles they can't get to. Um, but really, they're both um, pretty proficient at it um and know what to do and just have a lot of fun they're they're they laugh at it um because the shapes are goofy 
and uh, and it really makes you think. So Snipper Clips is, is at the top of a. You can only play this on Switch, um, and that was a launch game. And actually, um, did the DLC just drop? Dropped or this it week. It's it? it's a okay. part. It's I think it's the fourteenth, but in the next six days you'll be able yeah. to get the DLC. And, and it's yeah. and it's the full. I mean, it's a thirty dollar game, um, but I think uh, you know as long as you have someone to play with it, play it with. Um, it's a different kind of game than you'll play uh, on anything else. Justin, you got a, a game that you'd like to prop up for a new Switch owner? Something that may have been overlooked? Oh well, yeah, I got I got a big one. Uh, a Nintendo developed and published game. You know, you uh, a game that uses all of the um, cool new features in your Nintendo Switch. Um, one two Switch. Uh, highly overlooked. I can't I can't finish that sentence. Um, well, I think. <laughs> No, I think Golf Story is really great. Snipper Clips is a lot, a lot of fun. I uh, I did have a lot of fun with that. Um, uh, if you're a Sonic fan at all, uh, the Sonic... Um, Sonic Mania. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is a really awesome game and throwback. Um, so it's if you have any nostalgia... Or fun Mania, not Sonic Forces. Right. Yes. Let's clear that up. The old looking oh. Sonic, not the new yes. looking yeah. Sonic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the old looking Sonic. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's a perfect visit back to that uh, that game. So, um and then I'm a big Stardew Valley fan. So, um I I will say that like if is that game you... that good? I haven't played it yet. We bought it. I haven't played it yet. My daughter has been playing it and she's like 40 hours into it. She's really digging it. She likes it. Yeah, I, I I think it is. I think there's uh it it's a very addictive game. I'm scared. There's a reason, you know. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can really put a lot of time into it. Um, and uh, I yeah, and I think there's enough like random stuff that happens in the game, um, besides just the farming simulator or the uh, mining simulator that's also in there and stuff. Um, there's some other random stuff that's like, oh, I want to wait for the next event or something mm-hmm. that happens. Um, and I, I, that's what I really like about the game for sure. So th- those, those are my two suggestions. Um, though I will say, I wouldn't suggest Splatoon to everyone. Nope. I don't think that's a, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've actually told anyone this, but I, I'm a little bit disappointed with Splatoon. Ooh. What to have you back but, so you can fully flesh that out yeah. with Jason. And like that, yeah. Jason's got to be yeah. present for that one. Um, the other ones that I wanted to mention were Oceanhorn. Uh, the game's mm. out, been everywhere, but it's a really good get from the cheap. Um, the ports that came, like Lego City Undercover and Rayman, like the Rayman Legends, that game is so good. If you're looking for a cheap game on yeah. Switch this Black Friday, Rayman Legends is fantastic. It's one of the best 2D platformers in a long time, and uh, I love it. And if you can get it for less than 20 bucks, snatch it up in a heartbeat because it's, it's worth it. Speaking of, of 2D platformers um, that, that I hadn't mentioned yet, um, Shovel Knight. Um, it's yeah. it's honestly it's in my top five games of the generation of however loosely defining defined we're we're looking at it this sure. generation um it's in one of my top five games the original campaign is great the plague night campaign is not the um specter night that came out Spectre this year is awesome night, yeah um and then next year there's going to be another one king night um and uh, it's just one. If you like 2D side scrolling old school games, it's absolutely at the top of my list. 
And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention SteamWorld Dig 2. Yeah. Yeah. Steam World Dig yeah. 2 is great. I <laughs> totally agree with that. A lot of really good Switch games, y'all. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those are $20 or less, $15 or less. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you bought a Switch, you know, it's like 300 bucks. If you bought a Switch, like Breath of the Wild, and then just dropped like $60 in eShop credit and just grabbed any number of those, you'd be set yeah. for a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. That wraps up the shack. Uh, good little episode here. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you to let the listeners know where they can follow up with you and let you know uh, all the things that they hate that you said because that's typically what happens, Justin. Uh, you can follow me at jpicky86 on Twitter and uh, see lots of pictures of my dog. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. That new right. X phone. X yeah. going to give it to you. I got a new X <laughs> thing. I'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Seth? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Seth Joseph Roy. Um, it, uh, you can get a lot of pictures of gaming stuff, uh, my kids and, uh, Kent state football and basketball talk. So if you're interested in, in Kent state food, um, I, I post food pics. Oh, um, there you, go. you can also find me, uh, Wednesday mornings. Uh, I record early morning gamer with Justin occasionally and with Kevin, um, and just yesterday, uh, I recorded with Nathan and Q talking all about the Xbox One X. Uh, next week, I think it's Justin and Kevin. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. Uh, we get in and get out in about 30 minutes and mm-hmm. get on with our, our day. Um, I also have been streaming, trying to stream Monday and Thursday mornings about 6 a.m. to no audience at all except Kevin. Um, but, uh, but I've started an F1 2017, uh, career mode. Um, and, and again, I'll get to this on a, on a later podcast, but, uh, the career mode in that game might be my favorite single player sports career mode I've ever played. Wow. And high praise. It's good stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'll drop that. And as a follower of Seth's, I can attest that his wife and kids are way prettier than he is. So don't, oh, yeah. don't, don't take a look at his webcam and go, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at play in Nintendo. That's play in Nintendo playing, not no G play in Nintendo. And you can follow all of us at PSVG, um, and definitely subscribe. You should already, I mean, I always say that definitely subscribe to the podcast. You're already listening to. It's a weird thing yes. to say in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> tell somebody else to subscribe to the podcast you're listening to, or leave us a review or, or just invite somebody like just tweet. Hey, check out. We had somebody say this week, he was like, I stopped listening to IGN because I'm getting all of the stuff I need from Dayspace and PSVG. And he didn't tag us in it. It wasn't like intended to let us know. I just happened to see it. And I was like, wow, what a what an amazing thing to read. And it just makes doing all that we do here. We have a, we have a show with you dropping on PSVG almost every day yeah. now with all of our uh, sisterhood of podcasts. <laughs> to pull from one of the other ones uh, but yeah the psvg podcast network is just cranking them out and uh, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of so i'm not the best host i'm definitely not the best at this uh chitter chatter i'll leave that to jason and kevin so with that in i'll just say thank you thank you for joining us uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments or on twitter uh, it's been a pleasure <laughs> that's a youtube joke so if you want to know why we're laughing go check out the youtube videos And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, good night, Koopalings. And remember, never stop gaming.
has been a production of the Place of Video Games Podcast Network.